0: Hi, and welcome to episode 29 of No Crying in Baseball. My name is Patty and I just want to start with a hat tip to Nick Kingham of the Pirates who in his debut, his major league debut this afternoon, took a perfect game, seven and two-thirds innings. Woo-woo! That's very exciting and that woo-woo is from my friend Potty
1: Mouth. That's me and I am still pumped because I came here directly from National Yard watching the Nationals win. Can't pin that on me anymore. The
0: curse is broken. The curse has broken. The The curse of the Potty Mouth is no more. There are rumblings. I've heard from Potty Mouth, there are rumblings in the Fantasy Boyfriend Baseball League, Mm -hmm. that there are some people who are, oh, shall we say at the bottom of the list, who aren't happy with management, but they don't have the guts to talk to the commish. I have had no complaints filed. Is that a challenge? It's a challenge. It's like put up or shut up, dudes. Right? And I'm kind of thinking that these are the people who aren't really following the baseball um, boyfriend. Rules and yet those who are seem to be, you know, rising to the top of the league. So I'm just saying, come talk. Come talk. If you want to talk, come at me, bro. Take it to the commish. Take it to the commish. So last week, there was a hi dad part of our episode. And I believe there's some follow up because now dad knows.
1: Dad knows. I played the episode for dad, but I did start at the hi dad. If you recall from last week, I accidentally hit a few swear words before explaining to my dad about my swearing. Anyway, I've got to say it was a reaction of a mixture of admiration and absolute confusion. Because dad really doesn't understand why I'm potty mouth and why can't I just have a different nickname and not swear? And I keep trying to explain, you know, really, this is me. Really, I've been swearing all these years, just not around you. Did you actually hear his heartbreak when it happened? or did he, it- he just sounds confused. He sounds confused. But now he has our website, so I know that he's going to go back and hear all the, the back episodes. And uh, I love you, dad. And I, I hope you understand a little bit that it's just for fun.
0: And and Bob, just so you know, this is Patty. The nickname is on me. I started calling her that, and it's all for alliteration. And I know you, I know you appreciate the alliteration, so potty mouth is here to stay.
1: Yeah, and there there is definitely a reason behind the nickname. I earned it. I earned it, and I'm I'm continuing to earn it. The the the. the baseball boyfriend thing, though, I've got to say is catching on. And my wonderful stepmother also is very appreciative of our podcast. And she really thinks that we have a market out there for women who follow baseball. And I'm thinking especially women maybe of a certain age, even of a certain more age than us, who might not be swearing as freely as as I am and might want to. So here's. Here's a little bit of an outlet for you all. So I think stepmom might be able to tell her friends, and they can vicariously swear through me. Uh, the, the best part was watching the game with her because the one star the, – the Red Sox did terribly last night while we were watching. And the one star was Pookie. And every time he came up, my stepmother was like, there goes your boyfriend. Good boyfriend.
0: I like, I like that part, but my favorite part was when you told me that she said we sounded smart.
1: Smart. She smart. said we sounded smart. So, I'm sorry. She sounded
0: smart. That's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. So yay for, yay for Pookie. Yay for, yay for Bob and Joan and woohoo. And that same game, that same game where, where Pookie did, well, all the games are when Pookie does so well. Yay, Pookie. My boyfriend, Wilson Ramos, the Buffalo, the former Nat, the catcher for Tampa Bay, had his third straight game with a home run. That third home run was over the Green Monster. Pretty exciting. He's also the first catcher in Rays history to to have three straight games with a homer. With that same game, the Rays, um, that was their eighth game winning streak. It ended today against the Red Yay, Sox. But they, had, they finally. won eight straight games. They also Jesus. had six games in a row with eight or more runs scored. So that was spectacular. That also ended today. But I love a good streak.
1: Yeah, I had a little bit of a mixed reaction watching the Red Sox last night with my dad and stepmom downstairs in our basement, and it was exciting to see Buffalo, and I said, yay, Buffalo, for your boyfriend, and then at the same time, went, uh. and then my boyfriend, Denard's fan, gets a fucking inside-the-park home run. At first, it was charged an error. I think it was Jackie Bradley out there, and then they said no. Even though they didn't throw to home, it was an inside-the-park home run.
0: They kind of gave it to him after a while. They gave up a little bit, but um, a mess. we talked about sprint speed. Last week, they clocked Denard's span at 27.6 feet per second on that inside the park home run, which is a little over 15 seconds from home base to home base. And that's really just the league average. And he managed an inside the park home run just running the league average.
1: So we like to talk streaks, boyfriend streaks. I've got a couple of just quick ones to throw out there. Joey Votto, and we're, we're hoping that the Reds can turn it around a little bit. But he's doing his part. He's gotten a home run in his past four games. I haven't checked in on him today. But so far, so good. And also, my boyfriend, Yonder Alonso, in the past three games home run. And that's his first time that he's done that. So yay, boyfriends.
0: And the the, the
1: Fantasy Boyfriend Baseball League
0: haters who say that we took all, all the big names... Come on now, Potty Mouth's number one team has Yonder Alonso, who we didn't see coming. Right? Yeah. He's doing great, and some of New you guy guys have, block. say, Mike Trout and John Carlos Stanton, and which were predictable. So I, I'm just putting that out there. The boyfriend
1: rules Ooh. rule. Someone's getting dissed out there. He's going to be steaming. Well, he can come talk to the commish. <laughs>
0: yeah. So Paul Goldschmidt, the um, the, the I D- saw him today. You did. He I didn't. Did not see him yesterday. So I went to yesterday's game. The D backs are in town playing the Nationals. Goldie did not play, so I did not get to see my boyfriend, although I saw Potty Mouse boyfriend hit two home runs, and he was freaking amazing. Struck out four times today. Yeah. So (laughs) I I guess, you know, maybe that's what the curse is. The curse of the boyfriend. Maybe if it's the opposing team, it's okay. But yesterday, the Diamondbacks made history, sorry Nationals, by clinching the first nine series of the season, which means they won more than half of the games in each run. Each team they played so far this season, they won, you know, two out of three or or three out of four in the series. It's the first team to do
1: that since the 1907 Cubs. And we know where that went. So, yikes. I, I do not know where that went. Well, they they won the World Series. That would be the time? So <gasps> that was the last time that they had won. And the other thing is they got 11 series. So... um. Diamondbacks I might keep still rolling. Has we'll see. Two more. The other fun fact about the Diamondbacks is they have now caught up to the Red Sox as having the best record in the league. Although today, with them losing, the Red Sox winning, I don't know where that's going to go. But there's some math to do around there. Oh, just just a little flashback. We talked about my D-backs boyfriend without identification, and that would be Johnny uh, Peralta. Yep. Four strikeouts. That was harsh.
0: My Cardinals boyfriend, Tommy Pham. He's been having a fantastic season. And then he hit himself in the head with his own bat.
1: <laughs> I is, can relate to that. I would do something like this
0: that. This is awful and it's hilarious. During the game with the Mets on Wednesday, before his second at bat, he went down to the batting cages to practice with what he calls a contraption of his own making, <laughs> which right <laughs> That's there. A bad idea. Right, right, right there. Now, clue number idea. one, this is not going to turn out well. He, um, It involves one of those resistance bands, which is like a giant exercise rubber band and a baseball bat, which again, you can predict will not turn out. Well, sure enough, band snapped somehow. The bat came flying back. Gashes his head. He comes out this is during a game. This is during a game. He comes up to the dugout, gashing his head, jersey covered with blood, saying, Okay, I'm ready. (laughs) I'm ready to play. Like, (laughs) yeah, no, this is this is not happening. It's a big bandage on his head. And um and Mike Matheny tells him, You can't play if you can't wear a helmet. Yeah. So the next day with a giant bandage on his head, he got a larger batting helmet and he went four for six. So Tommy Pham is having a great season, even with really ridiculous mistakes that so, aren't even drone related.
1: Well, and I wonder how many potty mouth words he used. Remember, Tommy Pham was the guy that we had that lovely swearing uh, He yeah he, about. he
0: sprinkles the conversation with, with um, the outside words, but also worrying about how what the ladies will think with his new um, scars. Fucking beautiful. That's it, Exactly. Other boyfriend, we talked about the Reds a little bit earlier. So Scooter Jeanette, congratulations. He hit his first walk-off home run ever Woo-woo. against the Braves on Tuesday in the bottom of the 12th. And what I like about Scooter in this case is he's cleaning up his own messes. Because we're going to bring hockey in for a minute. Remember the term five-hole, which means kind of like scoring like between the ball, the puck, whatever, between the legs. Scooter let a ball hit by... Potty mouth boyfriend and Ciarte go right between his legs, and that's what sent the game into extra innings. So at least he cleaned up later and got that all that walk off,
1: and and helps me with my team with Ciarte. Yay! Well, thank God for that,
0: and. Ben Attendee. I know we're going back to the Red Sox a lot, which I tend not to want to do. I am so okay with I don't want to do it, but so I got to okay say, my boyfriend, Ben Attendee stole three bases this week, which is kind of new. He's got five on the season, but three of those were just in the past week. I think it means that he heard we like fast boyfriends, he's so he's doing his best.
1: trying to make it into the top five. I just want to say that our team, Vino Tinto, in our fantasy league, we have a team that's almost Venezuelan except for a couple of uh, – ringers that ended up being not too helpful. But there's options now. So maybe we can get rid of the gringos on the Vino Tinto team, because the Yankees, Glaber Torres, and the Braves, Ronald Acuna, both Venezuelans who were just added. And there's something that I didn't look up about. And and I think you can help me with this about why they were added now and not at the beginning of the season. It has something to do with how how long the team has of control over them, essentially, right? Right.
0: There's math that involves how long you're playing in the minor leagues. And if it goes long enough, that sort of pushes off the year that you can, where you get your free agency okay. opportunity. It pushes that back another year. So back when we were talking about Otani before the season started, and I was saying maybe he would start in the minors, that was one of the reasons, because it would give them an extra year of control over him before he made his free agency.
1: So so Acuna, the Ronald Acuna of the Braves was the number one minor prospect right he
0: and he's the sweetheart of the week everyone loves him this week
1: and he's hitting it both on offense and defense so he's already gotten a couple home runs and he robbed my ex boyfriend and my husband's current boyfriend which is Odubo Herrera of the Phillies robbed him of a home run with an amazing diving catch and uh, Herrera though then Tried to come back, got two home runs the next day, and hit some pretty impressive sprint speed when we're looking at this. So now that you h- introduced me to this last week, I'm looking at the speed of these guys. It's Herrera, addictive, isn't it? Yeah. And you were talking about how 21 feet per second is about the average? 27. 27. That's it. Shit. You know, 20, I was 27 and change. picturing 27 and 21 came out of my mouth. But Herrera got 30.3 in, the, in that game. And he has a 462 average. Um And by the way, uh, yesterday Herrera robbed your boyfriend Freddie Freeman of a home run by leaping over the wall into a bush, essentially. and they, a tree. He climbed a damn tree. Yeah, well, they had to. So we
0: earned that. I mean, if you're going to climb a tree, I, I, I want to give that to you for sure.
1: Oh, hold it, totally. And they were going to question the play. And he actually had the ball in his glove before it went back into the tree. And his <laughs> arm got all scratched up. And they asked him about it. And he was like, oh, like Rambo. Like, <laughs> like Rambo. He got this done. And then he also said, you know, when they were asking about robbing Freeman. He said, well, Acuna did something similar to me last night, so go talk to him about how it feels. Then there's the Yankees, and this is actually a cute Yankee story, which I'm trying. I'm trying, guys out there.
0: Love the players, hate the team. It works. Yeah. I so can buy into that.
1: So my Yankees boyfriend, which is still a hard sentence to say, Ronald Torres, has a prodigy now. So the new guy, Gleber Torres, th- turns out that they grew up about a half an hour away from each other in Venezuela. I that. So it's Torres and Torres? Yeah. Yikes. Torres and Torres. Okay. I can do this. It's, it's – I'm still having a hard time with the R rolling, but I'm working on it. So Torres, when he was in the minors for the Yankees, met Torres, and they hit it off. And they would, like, text to each other and hang out. And so now Torres has come up, and he's just following Torres around like a puppy. It says – there was an article that I read that said that they were, like, literally joined at the hip. And Torres said recently, it's not just about baseball, but about family and everything. He's my friend, which is really sweet. That That is – oh. Oh, is it? It's adorable. adorable! And it's time to Cheers. take a sip. Mm. Oh, and speaking Very of nice. that fantasy baseball thing that you were talking about, about players, who's missing and not, you know, by the way, Didi Gregorius is a fucking hot mess over there. I mean, in a positive In way. a good way. He's just like a hot streak over there at the Yankees. And he's not claimed by anybody. Complainers, pay attention. Our boyfriends. Got into a brawl last night. A polite one. A polite That's brawl. That's what's
0: so hilarious about it, because we joke about how we're this model of civil society mm-hmm. when we're watching a game where teams that we love are playing each other and we yell at the at the teams, but not at, you know, we, we're going to be best friends, best baseball friends forever. Right. When we're loving opposing teams. When yeah. we're loving opposing teams. Sure. So I woke up this morning and I looked at the news and I found out that my White Sox boyfriend, Tim Anderson, and Potty Mouth's Royals boyfriend, Salvi, who's back, yay, Got into it, but they got into it verbally. What happened was, Salvi's catching Tim Anderson's a bat. He hits a home run, and he says "whoop!" and he cheers and he runs and he comes back around the bases. And Salvi has some words to him about this is the second time because he he also hit yeah. a leadoff home run um, earlier in the season when Salvi was not playing. He was in you know in the dugout. That was when he was still still injured, and he didn't like it then either. That Tim Anderson was uh. happy that. He hit a home run. So they had words and then they separated. And then Salvi hits, ends up at second base. He doubles. He's at second base hanging out with Tim Anderson, who one one of the sports writers said they got close enough to each other to to check each other's breath.
1: Ooh. And that's they not had good.
0: words. And the umpires came out and were kind of holding it back. And the Bench is cleared and nobody touched anybody. They were just talking. They were so all, everyone's like you know positioning and getting ready. Yeah. And the you know the people from the bullpen are coming out and everybody's there. And then nothing happens. And then the umpires make them shake hands and everybody goes away and the game goes on.
1: I'm really confused by this because I was I've been talking about Salvador Perez as sort of a guy that I admire because of his clowniness and his right? like loose attitude. And you would think that he'd be a guy who would be into the celebrations and the bat flips or whatever. You know that it wouldn't rile him but i guess he's got a little bit of a soft spot there
0: it's funny because tim anderson's like it's not i'm not trying to insult your team i'm celebrating with my team we're happy we're having fun we're playing a game and like you said everything we know about salvi would lead us to believe that he is too but i guess not when it's when he's at the wrong end of it and i i I feel bad because i love salvi too yeah same and all the press that i read except for the kansas city press is or they're they're pretty much pro Tim Anderson <laughs> on this, and then someone even said that they that that um Perez is kind of the fun police in this case, which is oh, too bad. So maybe ouch, man. I know, right? That's so not him. So hopefully that'll that'll all. But but they ended with a handshake, and um and everybody walked away, and it was a very silly bench clearing situation because nothing
1: happened. Oh, that's like another like hockey thing. Yeah, and somebody called it I think a tea party. It was sort of like a <laughs> bad kind of equivalent. It's time for Otani watch. Otani Watch has been exciting this past week. So much happened. He hit 101 miles an hour. I thought you were going to say 101 home runs, which I would have pretty much believed at this point. That would be so cool. But 101 miles an hour. Crazy. Home runs he hit against Severino of the Yankees. Unfortunately, for many reasons, the Angels ended up losing that game. Um, I also want to add, when we're talking about sprint speed, Otani is the fastest designator hitter, hitter, sprinter by far. 29.4 Twenty nine point four feet per second, although way over average. It, it it totally, especially for. I I wonder who the next DH is. I'll have to look that I up. Oh no, we had fun, a graph. I'll look that up on your fun graph. That is such a time suck, but I I totally have to check it out. But that speed got away from him, and he rolled his ankle on first base, and so he now he's out day to day. And uh, the next day when he was out, the Angels lost eleven to one without him, and your boy Cozart was the only one who had a solo home run, and he missed the chance to hit against Tanaka
0: oh that's one of those marquee things that everybody's been waiting for too yeah
1: everybody and and not so much Otani apparently so everybody's wanting the two Japanese phenoms to go against each other and isn't this cool that he's hitting we think
0: it's a thing but he doesn't think we think
1: it's a thing he said he was really upset to not be playing but not because of Tanaka just because he feels like he should be playing every day and he wants to get into his rhythm and he was sad to miss a game not necessarily that game seems like the rest of the angels were sad also
0: I'm starting a new campaign. Free Bryce Harper. Can
1: I get a t-shirt?
0: Yes. Yes. Let's do those. T-shirt. Let's Let, do that. I think we need to do that because the I, – Okay, I, I can't believe I'm saying that poor guy. He's freaking Bryce Harper. No one will pitch to him anymore. He has 35 walks on the year already, and you, you saw one of those intentional walks today. Did everybody boo?
1: It, it happened so fast that nobody realized what happened. It was an instant intentional walk. Like there wasn't a beat missed, and literally the people behind us turned around and they said Harper's on first. And I was like, yeah. yeah, well that he was told to go there.
0: Right. How did that happen? No, everyone is afraid to pitch to him anymore, and the poor guy is getting ticked. I get it at at a, at a strategy level. Mm-hmm. But it's so awful. I mean, let you know what—be a better pitcher, yeah. Right? <laughs> Throw it past him, trick him, something. Really, you have to walk him every damn time. On a yay Bryce Harper note that doesn't put anyone else down, the um the Nationals Dream Foundation and the DC Parks and Rec partner up every year to dedicate a field to a nationals player and it's a public field used for youth baseball and softball what a good thing they started this last year with the ryan zimmerman field which is in the neighborhood near nats nats park this year it's going to be bryce harper field and it's going to be in walking distance from our houses and we're going we're going the dedication is next saturday morning and we have rsvp'd we are going to be there i
1: can't did you rsvp for me too no, no. Oh, I'm, going, it okay, I'm going. I'm going. i am report with you. back to the class. <laughs> we're photo op, photo op. <laughs> I'll bring, so bring my
0: disguise. So we're, yeah, so we're really excited about this. Um, so what happens is the foundation and also the player kick in a bunch of money. They renovate a field every year. So this year it's Bryce Harper. No matter what happens next year with free agency, we're keeping the field. Ideally, we're keeping the player, but we're keeping the field.
1: You know, since I'm doing a little bit of Yankees love today... All you Yankees fans, you better appreciate this. I'm going to give you one more. Miguel Andujar, who is also a 23-year-old rookie, who's replacing um, Drury, Brendan Drury, who has been out with concussion symptoms, something like that, is doing amazing and doing it, making it very hard for them to bring Drury back. So we'll see what happens with that. But he is the third Yankees player with extra base hit in seven straight games under the age of 24, and the other two being mickey mantle and joe dimaggio anytime you're in a club (laughs) with mickey mantle and joe dimaggio now that's a player you got to hang on to so i don't know if brendan drury's i don't know we'll see what they do with him
0: i'm looking at the years there and dimaggio was in 37 and mantle was in 55 and it's been since 1955 till some since someone's done that
1: yeah that's a little while this guy gets some credit and, and so much credit that who knows what's going to happen with Rookie of the Year, although there's Otani, so it really depends on what kind of season Otani has. I feel like it's like that Benintendi versus Judge last year. Benny was awesome, but there was Judge who was overwhelming. What are you going to do? do?
0: Let's go to the other end of the spectrum. Old guys make good again. The Panda, Pablo Sandoval of the Giants. Up. Oh, my God. This guy's been around forever. He is one of those ball players who does not really look like an athlete.
1: I was going to say he and Bartolo Colon must go to the same workout <laughs> facility. Cuz <'Cause laughs> I they think it's a sofa. Same-
0: <laughs> <laughs> so the the Giants are losing badly to the Dodgers in this game and Pathetic. instead of using up their entire bullpen in what is clearly a losing proposition, they say, "Hey, Panda, you want to pitch? Put the panda on the mound. <laughs> and Panda says, sure, why not? I'm game. I'm game for anything. He has a one, two, three inning. That's crazy. more one, two, three innings than anybody on the Dodgers. Uh, you know, the Dodgers relievers have. I'm just saying, the um the he's the ninth position player to pitch already this year. The wow. record year was last year with 34 position players being called
1: in to pitch. It's only April. Okay, there's math. Yeah, that's a lot. We need a follow-up to the fights. So a couple weeks ago, we did a blow-by-blow on the Yankees-Red Sox brawl, which always deserves a little bit of attention. And we talked about it a little bit last week, and now the suspension decisions have come through, and this is what I just don't get. No bias
0: here. No No bias in this reporting. fucking
1: bias. I am pissed off. Joe Kelly, who did not instigate it. Yes, he beckoned. He did the come on beckon, but he did not instigate it. He loses his appeal. He is suspended six games. This is the Red Sox relief pitcher who was charged at. The guy who did the charging, Tyler Austin of the Yankees, appealed and first of all he was only given five to begin with and it was reduced to four what the fuck i do not understand joe kelly also did not understand so his tweet in response to this was at least take me to dinner first <laughs> and That's then so wrong. it's
0: on so many levels
1: so wrong on so many levels and then though this is the best he takes it to do good, and he develops the JK56 Come On Challenge, and he has challenged us, and we are going to rise to this challenge. We are going to win this challenge. We, damn it, we're, we're working on this, to make your own home video of the Come On thing, and to tag it, and to donate money, and he's, he's putting it towards an organization to stop human trafficking. I'm not sure if he's got a past with this or not, but to turn this situation around, For the good, really impressive.
0: They have a Joe Kelly Fight Club t-shirt that if you donate $50, you get one of these t-shirts. And if you win, which Patty and the Potty Mouth are going to do, you get tickets to a Red Sox game. And there's four tickets. So, you know, maybe we'll bring some friends because we are totally
1: ace in this thing. Yes. And we love Fenway. We talked a long
0: time ago about Facebook getting this sweet deal to stream Major League Games on the Facebook platform during the workday so that you know workers who aren't working very hard and students who aren't studying very hard can watch games during the course of the day. The porn bots broke it this week. They did. During the live stream of the Diamondback Phillies game this week, the porn bots started they have they have the live stream comments along the side mm-hmm. if you don't watch it in full screen, you know how you watch anything live on Facebook. You get the streaming comments where anybody who's watching sure. can type in. Apparently, some comments like, I'm live now, et cetera, <laughs> started coming in clearly from porn bots and some other things with words that I can't say on, on podcasts, but you could. Um, that I'm were guessing
1: b- a- accompanied by an attractive profile photo that might involve some cleavage nude. or something right.
0: like that. Possibly nude. So what I think is hilarious about it is some of the people watching the game jokingly interacted with these comments. Like try to engage these bots in conversation. But don't worry, MLB and Facebook are on it and it's not going to happen again because they don't want the children to see it, even though the children don't ever go to Facebook.
1: That's good by me. You know, we thought that the Puerto Rico series was fun. Padres Dodgers are going to do a Mexican series next weekend. So I'm all excited about that. We can't
0: go. We're going to be the Bryce Harper thing.
1: Oh, damn it. All right. Well, we'll just have to follow it. It's going to be in Monterrey. It counts as a Padres home game, and they haven't been there since 1999, so it's time to party like it's 1999 in Mexico. See how this goes. So we're going to hold out for the for the DR one,
0: which oh, are, yeah. I'm sure it's going to be next It's year. going to be anytime. time. Your boyfriend, Anthony Rizzo, Woo-woo. was talking to ESPN folks and made some remarks about it would be better for everybody if the baseball season was shorter. So I got a little buzz around that. He didn't talk about it more than that one interview really. He said, Oh, there'll be there would be some money considerations and, and, and. But um Jason Stark, a writer for The Athletic, sort of spun this out and said, What would that look like if we shortened the season mm-hmm. from 162 to 154 games? And he had a lot of good points and pointed out a lot of the difficulties. Some of the good points were Right now we're playing in frickin' cold weather. Nobody wants to come to the games, so everybody's losing money because the fans are miserable and aren't going to show up when it's cold. Amen to that. How many games got postponed because of weather or, say, ice coming through the dome ceiling this year? You know, the past couple years, the postseason has gone into November. So shrink that down a little. Give everybody Mondays off, right? Have Sunday afternoon games tuesday night game so basically it builds in a weekend for baseball players on mondays and a little bit of spillover on each and so everybody gets some rest all of our fantasy baseball teams injuries like crazy right right? this would prevent some of that from happening too the tricky part are the big market folks who depend on tv rights Mm -hmm. right it's too cold for me to go to the ballpark but it's okay i'll watch it on tv if that doesn't happen that's a lot of money that gets lost and also Rizzo was talking about the ballplayers having to you know, agree to give up some money because they wouldn't be playing as many games, but it's not just them. It's right. the umpires that we mentioned last week get paid per game and not per hour. It's the people that work the concession stands. It's everybody who makes the ballparks go. So there's a lot of considerations, although the idea of it makes a lot of good sense. We'll post the link to the article so you can see that for yourself. One of the things they talked about actually with the Mexico series was part of the way they could eliminate some of the cold weather issues would be to schedule more round robin tournaments in warm places maybe
1: that's what that means that makes sense I was thinking of you while I was watching the Blue, Blue Jays against the Red Sox.
0: Because you are watching baseball, so why wouldn't you think of, of me? Course, I love that. I always well, that do. I think about I you when do. I watch baseball, I too. so
1: much at the park today. But back to Blue Jays and Red Sox. Um, I was watching and getting sad because the Blue Jays were doing well, and I see the Blue Jays' home run, and I'm thinking... Not home What did run. the
0: Blue Jays ever do to you to make you... Oh, it's the Red uh, they, Sox It thing. was the Red
1: Sox. So they get a run, guy slides in, helmet flies off, and I'm thinking, fuck it, the Blue Jays just scored. But then, helmet flies off. Gorgeous hair just flips through. He's was got there like some this. Flow? It, there was some serious flow. He's got this headband on. The hair flows, and I'm thinking I haven't seen something that gorgeous since Yuli Gutier. Uh, wait, Yuli Guriel, right? Am I pronouncing that right? I believe Yuli you are. But I when, lie with exact figures. When we were watching the Astros World Series, I was paying a lot of attention to Yuli's hair. And it turns it out that this was numero 13, which turns out to be Unito Gurriel, which is his little brother who we talked about a couple of weeks ago, coming up to the Blue Jays. And I remember saying on this podcast a couple of weeks ago, he's gotta prove his hair. Well, consider hair proven. We've got quite the duo out there.
0: You are a seer. Now we'll get you to predict the world series sometime soon. I'm sure you'll be right about that, because you've got the flow. You you understand we go about with the, the flow. flow.
1: We have got to mention women's softball. There is a European series going on right now, and the United States Pride is proudly playing in Europe and doing pretty well, right? They
0: just swept the the Czech team, uh, and then they're on to the Netherlands. I don't think this is a tournament so much as it is a tour, but they're right. doing great. But they're also, in early May, they're going to be in France to work with the softball players. It's sort of like an exchange thing. They're calling it Grow the Game. Right? So they're going to work with softball players there to teach them what we know, learn what they know, and everybody's going to get better. So yay for women playing the sports. We got to check in with our Fantasy Boyfriend Baseball League standings. And I've got to say a lot of things stayed the same, maybe cemented a little bit more. But weirdly, the teams that are in 5th, 6th, 7th, and 8th position are in a virtual Dead heat. Ooh, the tension mounts. The tension mounts. So the kids' team broke the top four midweek
1: very briefly, but to my relief, they then sunk back into the scrum. I made a promise before coming here that I would not say who is in last place. But I can, can I? say – Can I?
0: No. I, I, that's uh, I, I
1: said I couldn't promise what you would say, but <laughs> I would not say anything about who's in last nope, place. No, this is, this is on you. I'm, I'm going to honor this. But I can talk about the top. And you know what I'm thinking? I would like to do the top five this week because two of those top four are always you. But I've earned it. You have earned it. Okay. But this, this widens our, our – I don't all know, right, all right. Our Go outreach ahead. a little Go bit. Ahead. And I just have to say, so I get to brag yet again, Altuve and Puki just have my back. I'm a little worried because Pookie is out day to day now, but I think he's going to be you coming still back Alonzo. soon. He's
0: still he's He'll carry you through.
1: and Altuve is doing awesome. So me, number one. By a he, lot. By, by a it's, landslide. It's, I wouldn't say. it's It's creeping. It's respectable. A respectable number one for the moment. You are in number two with your NCIB team. Deborah F out on the West Coast is number three. And then you are in number four with your commissioner hat on. And numero cinco is Vino Tinto de Venezuela. And dude, Vino Tinto, you cannot shake Stanton on me. I am not trading for Stanton. No way, no how. I love Torres and I'm keeping him.
0: Play the long game. Play the long game. It'll come around for you. The other thing that we're doing in this coming week, besides watching all the baseball we can possibly watch, Can you believe Dancing with the Frickin' Stars is having an athletes edition where Jenny Finch, softball player, and, oh my gosh, go ahead and say it, it's a Red Sox player. Johnny
1: Damon, which is one of my early Red Sox boyfriends turned like dartboard target when he he cut his hair and went to the Yankees. It was like that combo of the cutting hair, going to the Yankees, so watching him dance – I'm really not sure if I'm up for that.
0: I think I think it's gonna be a drinking game. so it's 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 so you a guess player you' got a baseball player. you got there's basketball players, there's football players. I didn't actually see any hockey players. My kid says it's not fair to have the the um, figure skaters in there because they're already dancing. But I think we're gonna watch. we're gonna have some fun. We will report back. While we're watching Dancing with the Stars, you should be subscribing to us on all your favorite podcast apps and you should be reviewing us and rating us and telling your friends about us so you don't miss a thing. Until then, say goodnight, potty mouth.
1: Goodnight, potty mouth. That was impressive. (laughs) How did you do that?